0: Hi, everyone, and welcome to the InStrive Fat Loss Podcast. I am Diane, your host here with InStrive. I am a senior therapeutic weight loss specialist here with our amazing fat loss program. And today, I want to talk to you about changing one very important habit and how it will affect and change Everything in regard to your weight loss. And really, we're going to talk about that's kind of a misrepresentation. We are going to talk about that very important habit, but we're actually going to talk about quite a few important habits that you can change or adopt to start really making a big impact on that weight loss journey, on that scale, and getting you more toward where you're looking to go. With InStrive or you know, with any other program that you are currently following. Now, if you don't know who we are, we are InStrive Fat Loss Reimagined, as the title says there in our podcast. You can find us at instrivefatloss.com. You can find us on any social media platform TikTok, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, you name it. We are InStrive. You also can get a free no-obligation consultation with a specialist like myself if InStrive is something that you are interested in learning more about and seeing how we can help you. I can tell you personally, my journey with InStrive, I have been here eight years. I have helped thousands of clients, uh, just like you listeners out there, lose a lot of weight, learn how to keep that weight off, and do it in a way that does not require counting calories or taking medications or cutting out every last carb in your life. So uh, really, it's a great program. It helps to improve your health, reset your body chemistry, and also teach you how to change those foundational foods to be the ones that not only help you lose weight, but help you learn how to keep it off. And, And just a side note on that, keep it off without living on a diet. Keep it off without giving up pizza forever or never having a piece of birthday cake again. So if you want to talk to us, We're a really awesome program. You'll find tons of good testimonials online, lots of great information about those who have come before you, done this plan, and been really successful at it. Okay, so let's get into the episode today. And I'm excited about this. Lately, I've been trying to give you guys a lot of really great information that I would want to know myself were I a client here, because I've been not necessarily a client here. But I have lost a lot of weight. I have, um, you know, gained weight. I've been on that yo-yo. I've tried every diet out there. I've, I've been where you guys are. And really, when I came here and started working for this company eight years ago, I was not really overweight. I had lost about 75 pounds after my third child, and I'd done it uh, mainly, you know, through my own means of diet and exercise at that point in life. Uh, and then I came here and I still had maybe about 10 pounds that I thought I could spare. And I thought, well, I'm not going to ask anybody to do something that I wouldn't do myself. So I did. And I can tell you that in that last couple of months, I was able to drop not just 10, but about 15, 17-ish pounds. And uh, ever since then, I've been able to maintain my weight using what we do here at InStrive, adopting these principles, the core foods, learning the maintenance, I only had one real bad stumble. Thank you, COVID, where I I actually did gain quite a bit back. And that's on here too. That getting real episode talks all about that. So if you want more information on what happened there and how I got that weight off and how you can do it too, that's the one you want to listen to. But long story short, I did go back to the principles of this diet and I was able to get that weight off and I'm back in that maintenance phase of things. So it works long-term. It works the first time, the second time, the third time you just need that consistency. And of course, if you need help, that's why you have coaches here. So anyway, let's get back into the episode. When I was going through all that, I, I really felt kind of lost the first time that I went through weight loss. And I didn't always understand what I was doing wrong. I knew I wasn't being very successful. I knew it was really hard. I knew that it stunk and that I didn't like doing it, but I didn't know why it was taking so long for me to get the weight off. I didn't know why I couldn't lose the last 10 pounds. I didn't understand, like I do now, the principles that are involved with nutrition and weight loss and how a lot of what we think and the the thinking we have is flawed and incorrect. So today we're going to talk about some habits that you can change in your life that will lead to a much more Easy and successful weight loss journey than what you may currently be doing right now. And when I said that this one, changing this one habit is going to change everything, the one that really for me is a game changer and that I really recommend to all of you out there and in all the clients that come in that I have the privilege and the benefit of helping in and working with. The biggest thing that I want to make sure you understand and change is that breaking things down into small doable steps makes them happen. When you break things down into steps that you can complete, that you can count on being able to do, that you can truly hit that goal, accomplish it, and move to the next one, you're building momentum, You're building a foundation of trust with yourself. You are putting in place the stepping stones to lead you where you want to go. So breaking things down. What I mean by that is if I said to you, I want to lose 100 pounds, you would say, wow, that's a lot of weight. And you'd be right. Right? Right. 100 pounds sounds like a whole lot of weight and it sounds very overwhelming and it sounds like, oh my goodness, how am I ever going to get there, especially if I'm struggling to lose five pounds? So if I were to break that down into a smaller, more doable step, I wouldn't say I want to lose 100 pounds. That's, an, that's a vision, right? That's an overall goal. That's where we want to get to eventually. But what's the first step that maybe I could take reasonably to get there? That's what I should be focused on. So maybe for me, the first step would be I am not going to snack during the preparation of meals. So when I am snacking, when I'm in the kitchen and I'm making dinner for everyone, I am not going to snack on the foods around me before the food is finished and we are able to sit down and eat together. Now, for me, that's a hard thing to do. That's That would be a really significant thing. That's why I'm using that. It would be a lot easier than losing 100 pounds, but it would be difficult because that is a bad habit that I have and one that I struggle with. So changing that habit would be a very good stepping stone and a way of proving to myself that I can do hard things because that's a hard thing for me. Maybe that's not a hard thing for you but we all have our struggles. And for me, that's a hard thing. So do you see what I did there? I took something big and scary and broke it down into something smaller, but something that still has meaning, something that will still make me feel accomplished and something that will still be a big step for me in the right direction. Now you can take that goal and break it even smaller. So my goal is I want to stop snacking on stuff before I sit down and eat dinner with my family. And when I say stuff, I'm not talking about snacking on necessarily the good stuff. I'm talking about I'm in the kitchen, I'm cooking. Maybe I'm having a glass of wine while I'm cooking. Maybe I'm grabbing a handful of goldfish crackers or I'm munching on uh, candy that's in the candy dish or my son didn't finish his afternoon snack and it's sitting there and I'm mindlessly munching on the stuff on the plate. So it's not necessarily eating good things. It's eating things out of hunger stress kind of mindless relaxation like you know you you think that you need those things to kind of unwind at the end of your day so a good goal would be to start with i'm not going to snack on unhealthy things while i am making dinner i am not going to consume so much food that is laden with calories and fat and carbohydrate that i've basically had a meal before my meal even begins And doing that change would mean that I need to prepare for it. So I need to put some foods available to me, maybe in the refrigerator that are easy options that I can snack on that won't make me feel bad. So if I know that in the beginning, it's going to be hard, I might want to modify that goal. And it's always modifying guys. And that does not mean that you are, you know, given up on the plan or that you can't do it and you're not strong enough, that's putting yourselves in a position where you can succeed. If you set a goal and you realize that it feels too hard, it means it's time to break that goal down even further, manageable pieces. There's the saying I just actually used it today in our weight loss staff meeting, and uh, I, I don't love this saying; it kind of grosses me out, but it's totally true. How do you eat an elephant? Can't eat an elephant whole. You eat an elephant one bite at a time. That's the same thing with your goals. That's the metaphor here. You can't take a hundred pounds off your body in the blink of an eye, and maybe you can't change one of your worst habits in the blink of an eye. But if you start taking that goal and breaking it into smaller, more manageable pieces, before you know it, you're going to have that change you're looking for. So if I had to give you one thing, that would be the thing. Now, there's a whole lot of other great habit changers we're going to talk about in addition to that. And one of them is, who do you surround yourself with? If you are surrounding yourself with quality, positive people who make you feel good, who support you, who are pro and team you, they want you to succeed. They want you to reach your goal. They believe that you can. Those are the kind of people that you want in your life. When your circle is small and positive, you reap the benefits of having a foundation of uh, community and friendship and family and love and support that you can rely on on the days that you're not feeling strong so cultivating your circle and you know getting people on board with you who are going to be those positive influences It can sound daunting and difficult, it doesn't have to be though. If you don't know people like this, and I would love to think that most of us have at least a few friends or family members in our lives that would fall under this category that we can rely on in that way. But I know that not everyone does. And if you don't, I'm gonna challenge you to start looking for these kinds of people in your activities, in your community, in the things that you do, whether that be at your job, when you go to work, whether that be at your church, talk to the people around you. I know we're all so scared sometimes to communicate and talk to one another and get to know one another, but we have so much to share and connecting with someone else on a level that you maybe normally would not going out of your comfort zone. You never know what you're going to find. You might find the best friend you've ever had in your life. You might find the biggest support system you could ever ask for. And whether that's in church or at work or in, you know, your your activities, like if you're someone who likes to volunteer their time at the food bank, talk to the people you're volunteering with. If you're someone that likes to crochet and you do that in a group setting or you go to classes for it or whatever, those people are like minded. They enjoy the same hobby you do. So maybe just maybe they also would be positive and good people to have as a part of your life. And usually. You know who those people are before you even would approach them and, you know, be striking up conversations. The most positive people, usually they're shining. You see it. You hear it. They they're bubbly. They're happy. They're talking. They're outgoing. They're, you know, really just the ones that you are noticing and going, wow, that's a really great person right there. I love everything that person is talking about. She's got a lot of great things to say. And those are the kinds of people, the ones that make you feel good before you even know them, the ones who are inspiring you and making you feel happy just to be in the same room with them. Get to know those people. Try to be friends with those people. And honestly, if you're not into any of this and none of this is resonating and you're going, I don't want to do that. I don't, not a people person, not feeling it. Don't go to those kind of things. Use us as that circle of friends. InStrive clients, I already have told you many times that we are your support system, and that's one of the biggest reasons that your coaches are here. But we're also here to be your friends. We're also here to be the ones that help you to feel positive and feel enlightened and feel like you're ready to go forward even on days that you really don't want to. And to get back up and try again when you fall. That is what our team is committed to doing for you. So if you are an InStrive client, you have a happy-to-be-there-for-you, supportive, uh, you know, positive base to rely on. If you're not an InStrive client, that's one of the biggest benefits of InStrive. We do provide you with that coaching support system from highly qualified individuals who have been doing this a very long time and want you to succeed we absolutely want you to succeed we are there to be that structure and support for you all right let's talk about the next habit so this one is if you can't everybody can and i know that and if you can't that's okay but if you are able to it it really helps if you incorporate some kind of movement now i'm not talking about joining the gym and going to You know, Planet Fitness every day of the week and becoming a three hour in the gym type of person, lifting the weights and running on the. No, 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 no. I'm talking about making a little time for yourself, carving it out of your schedule, maybe 15 minutes a day, where you get in some movement, whether that's taking your dog for a quick 15 minute walk, maybe that's going out with your neighbor and talking and enjoying each other's company and, you know, making your way around the block or around a couple blocks while you catch up. Maybe that is listening to your favorite podcast <clears throat> while you are allowing yourself a little time to walk or sit on your stationary bike or your outdoor bike and take a short ride or, maybe none of these things are doable and you are more someone that can just kind of walk around your house a little bit, get your steps in that way. That's okay too. This does not have to be a, uh, you know, high energy level fitness commitment here, but doing that is almost like a gift to yourself. That time to focus that time for you, that time where you can start looking forward to not only getting up and being a little bit more active, but also enjoying some time with your friend or listening to your favorite show and your, your buds, or you know, just spending some time in nature with your favorite pet. These are things that you can look forward to every day. And if it's rainy and if it's cold, and if it's not great weather, there is no shame in doing that same movement in your home. So think about that. Think about how you can move your body, even if it's just upper body. Maybe you're, you're not great with your knees and they hurt. and You can't really do much. There are tons of things online. If you go to YouTube and you look up things like low impact arm exercises or something called HIT high intensity, that sounds rough, right? Not what you think. Uh, it's like bursts of exercise, but they have it for every level. People who are very fit all the way down to people who are, are just beginning. So looking some of these things up would benefit you. And, and if you are looking to add in some type of physical activity and you're not sure where to start, well, InStrive is a no exercise required program. I'm going to say that louder for the people in the back. InStrive is a no exercise required program. So I am not telling you, you need to adopt an exercise program today. I am giving you and the general population, whether they are InStrive clients or not, tips on changing habits to be more successful at losing and maintaining weight. And we all know exercise is good for you. I don't think I'm telling you anything that you don't know. But if you can't exercise, please understand that InStrive will help you lose that weight with or without it. This is not something where we are going to force exercise. So I want to make sure all of you out there that are now feeling panicked because I used the E word, <laughs> don't feel panicked. We'll we'll take this at whatever level we can, if at all. Uh, let's talk about the next couple habits here that we can look at changing. So uh, one of them that I like to do is to lower my expectations. Now, what do I mean by that? We expect a lot from ourselves. We are our worst critics. We set the bar and the bar is High, right? High, high, high. So if I am expecting myself to shoot for the moon and make it every day, I'm going to let myself down every day. And one of the quickest ways to stop doing something is to feel like it is something that is hard or unattainable or a letdown. And if you're like many of us, you will give yourself a lot of grief if you don't hit that goal. That's where we don't want this to go. That's why I'm saying let's lower the expectations. Kind of goes back to that taking things a small piece at a time. You don't need to do massive, massive, massive efforts every day of your life in the weight loss arena or any other to succeed. That isn't how success comes. It doesn't come from killing yourself. Actually, the most successful people are not the people who created their success as quickly as possible or worked as hard as they possibly could they're the ones who planned and understood that the small things turn into the big things and celebrated them so that's how i want this to be too you don't need to make your goals unattainable whether they be overall daily any of it so lower those expectations you have on yourself and treat yourself with kindness if you don't meet them as hard as that is, that's super important. It's when we're nice to ourselves and we're more as understanding to ourselves as we would be to a friend who did not reach a goal. That is where change can happen and where we will try again. You know, when you're when you're not giving yourself that space to re- correct and start over and you know give it another shot, chances are good you're not going to. It's just the truth of it. Chances are really high you won't if you're not giving yourself space to, you know, move forward in a in a loving way. Uh, all right, this one is a good one and one that I think is super important. Also, how many of us have lots of clothing in our closets, in our drawers, that we're not really wearing, that we don't feel really good in? Maybe it doesn't necessarily fit. I'm okay with, if you have a bin of clothes up in your attic that are, you know, a couple sizes lower than what you're wearing right now, and those are goals for you, That that's good. I don't love the whole, I'm keeping a whole other wardrobe of bigger clothes because just in case, because just in case that when you have a, a, a fail, what if I fail option of, you know, your your next couple sizes up of clothing, you're giving yourself permission to backslide. So I don't love that, but but that's not what we're talking about right now. The habit we're talking about is when you go in your closet, if you pull out clothing and you put them on and you immediately go, "Oh, I don't know about this one. This is a little tight. This makes me look a little dumpy. I'm not comfortable in these clothing. I'm going to be adjusting this, pulling down on it, pulling it away from my skin, whatever, all day long. I don't feel comfortable. Those are things that should not be in your closet or your drawers anymore. Your clothing should make you feel good. Your clothing should make you feel comfortable and you shouldn't be spending any of your mental energy worrying all day long about how you look in a shirt or a pair of pants or an outfit. So my suggestion is if you have things that every time you put it on, it makes you feel bad and you think to yourself, well, I'm just going to leave it in the closet because even though I can't wear it now, I might like it when I lose that last five pounds or whatever it might be. I'm going to challenge you to get those out of there. Take them to the Goodwill, get rid of them, or take them upstairs somewhere away where you're not looking at them. If you're worried, if you're that worried about giving it away and getting rid of it because you spend money on it and you feel bad about it or whatever. Just get it out of your daily rotation because it's nothing you're going to actually wear anyway. And it's just making you feel crappy every time you look at it, especially every time you put it on. So that habit, changing that habit is going to be good for your view of yourself. You're going to be kinder to yourself. If the clothing you're putting on in the morning is clothing that you know fits, makes you feel good, you're comfortable in. And I know what some of you out there are doing. And I know it because I understand how this works. You're sitting there and you're thinking, well, I don't like anything that I wear. I don't look good in anything. So this, what am I supposed to do? Throw all my clothes away because I'm not happy with anything on me. Okay, That's not what we're looking for here because clearly you're not going out naked every day. You're wearing something. So the things that make you feel your best, those are the clothing you want to focus on. Even if your best isn't where you want it to be. I know there's at least one or two things that you wear that you think I look all right in this. Probably more than that. If you're being honest, you're just a little bit mean to yourself. Sometimes that's what we're going for. If that's the best you've got, if that's the place you can start, start there. But to, to go, a little deeper on the money thing, if that's your reasoning is, oh, I spent money on this and so I don't want to give it away or I don't want to, you know, waste the money. So I'm just going to wear it even though I don't like it. And I don't like the way it fits or I feel uncomfortable. You, what what you spent dollar wise, I mean, money is money, right? It comes, it goes. But what you're spending emotionally, that's nah, a little harder to get back that that discomfort that upset that feeling of not good enough or just feeling bad about ourselves or uncomfortable or wondering is, is everybody looking at me in this dress and thinking my belly looks big or man should I really be wearing these jeans I think maybe they're a little tight and maybe they make my butt look a little bigger whatever it is that you think if you feel that way about your clothing try wearing the things that don't make you feel that way so that's that's a tip um Going to bed and getting up and feeling rested. So uh, that's, uh, of course, something that if you're having trouble sleeping, that can be tough, right? We we don't all get a great night's sleep. But practicing going to bed at a time when you know that you at least have a chance of getting enough sleep if you sleep reasonably throughout the night and setting your alarm for the time you need to be up in the morning, that should be a goal. I know that some of us are... Uh, you know, moms or we work or we've got a lot going on. And so for us, that time in the evening is like our time. I did that for a long time when my kids were little. I would get them to bed. And this is back when I was a stay-at-home mom. This is long before now. But I would stay up so late and I would only do it because it felt like the only time I had for me was when I got my kids to bed, when I had that little bit of time, even if it was 11, 12 o'clock at night, and I was exhausted. I was trying to get as much of that in as I could before I went to sleep, because then you feel like you're wasting it. If you go early, you're like, man, I've wasted all that time that I could've been doing whatever, watching my favorite show or cleaning up or whatever you want to do with your time, whatever is your thing. And really, what I was doing was making it so every day I felt more exhausted, and I arrived less present for my family, and for the tasks I had to do throughout the day. Sleep is super important, guys. It's very, very, very important. Trying to get an adequate amount of sleep every night is only going to benefit you. You're going to be mentally more clear. You're going to feel better. You're going to focus better. You're going to function better. You're going to be able to do the tasks that you have to do throughout the day at a higher level than you can otherwise when you are well rested and getting enough sleep. So make sure you're looking at those sleep habits and changing what you can. Um, Another thing that I'd like you to look at is planning. And, And I don't just mean planning out your, your meals. I mean, looking at your week, looking at your days, planning things out, feeling like you are prepared for what's in front of you. Planning is a good tool because you know, there's, there's a, an old saying that, you know, what, if you, if you're not planning for life, life is just going to happen to you. Do you want this to just happen to you? Right? Is weight loss just going to happen to you? I wish. I'm sure all of you wish too. I wish weight loss would just happen to me, but it doesn't. We have to make a plan just like anything else in life. If you want to be successful at it, you need a plan. You need a blueprint. You need to, to look for a way to do that. So using the tools you have at your disposal to make that plan is important. And whether that be prepping meals, that's part of a plan, right? Whether it be making time for you to get in those daily walks, if that's something that appealed to you, yeah, that needs to be a part of your plan. Maybe part of your plan needs to be getting enough sleep, going to bed at a reasonable hour. What shouldn't be in your plan are the tasks, don't make your plan out and put in things like uh, run into the dry cleaner. I mean that's a different kind of planning, right? Or you know vacuuming the floors or washing the dishes. These are tasks. These aren't plans. What should be in your plans are things that are going to improve your life, your health, your weight loss, your day, someone else's day. That is the plan. The plan is not tasks. So creating a plan for the week that also keep in mind gives you that grace of lowering expectations and breaking things down into pieces. So the plan for the week shouldn't be something unattainable. It should be a piece by piece plan. But again, things that are positive, that move you forward, things that are going to help and benefit you. The other stuff, it's there, right? The dishes are there. Whether you wash them or not, they're there. You know, they're there. They're looking at you every time you walk in the kitchen. So you don't need to write that down. We know about those. This is things that will help benefit and move you forward. And then the day-to-day plan, take that, again, breaking things down, right? Little pieces. So take that week plan and break that into a daily plan and map out your days. But don't fill them so full that you can't get everything done or that you feel overwhelmed or that you look at the plan and go, oh, man, oh, how am I going to? That's not what we're going for. Remember, always keep in your mind positive, positive. Moving you forward, attainable, improving your day, a friend's day, your health, your weight loss, only things that are going to make you feel good and improve your life should be on that plan. So a weekly plan and a daily plan, writing things down, making a plan. I can't even begin to tell you what a difference it can make in your life in weight loss and everything else. And if you want any guidance on how to do that, you know, certainly you can talk to us here at Instrive and we can, you know, give you some suggestions. And also there's so much online. I'm sure you can find even basic templates of how other people have done their weekly and daily plans that you can kind of just mimic, copy so that you have an action plan to go by until you create one that feels authentic for you. So that's another tip I have for you. Uh, Just a couple more here, guys. We're almost done with this episode of the podcast. and I certainly hope you're getting some good information out of it. And I know sometimes it probably feels like we go over a lot of the same things in different formats. But really, isn't that what weight loss is all about? Doing the same kind of things day by day, but looking at them from different ways or trying to keep them creative and trying to keep yourself motivated. And that's really what I'm trying to do with you. So I want to stress that if there's ever a topic that you want more information on or you think, you know what, I don't think Diane's covered this and I really want her to, please, please, please shoot me a message, send me an email, get a hold of us on Facebook, anything you need to do, but give me those topic ideas because the best thing I can do with my time here on this podcast is help you. And if they're not helping you, I want to know about it. So make sure you're, you're sending any feedback you have there. Okay, like I said, just a few more here one of them that I'm going to mention is kind of going back to building that momentum that we had talked about and building momentum also doesn't just come from making, you know, the small changes and meeting goals and things like that. It also comes from a little introspection. So I'm going to challenge all of you to look at the things that maybe aren't going awesome. The things that are not, the best things that have happened in your day. And I want you to start looking at how you impacted those things. And I'm not trying to be a blamer here, but I'm, what I'm talking about is how maybe at least a little bit, some of the things that are happening might be a little bit, sort of kind of your fault too. now that's not to hold yourself guilty or make yourself feel really poor or bad about things that is to look for patterns. Patterns are important. And if I am seeing the same patterns occurring day after day in my life, I have to start looking for my own accountability and responsibility and how I am helping to create those patterns. That is in every area. That is in every part of life, whether it's your work, your home with your children, your diet, your meals, your wellness. You have to look at these things because we do have patterns that we fall into and sometimes we're very reactive. I know I am. I know that I've got my gut reactions that happen in certain situations that are not even something I think about, and probably not even something you guys are thinking about, but they're things that when they happen, when this occurs, I have a default, right? I go into that default setting and I react. What I'm looking at here is trying to get more into the heart of where we can really think about some of those things that we do say default actions and start to tweak them a little bit because digging deeper is necessary for growth. We all want to grow. We all want to get better at this. I know that I want to get better at this. I want to get better at my job. I want to get better at losing weight or teaching others to do it. I want to be a better mom. I want to be a better human being. I want to be a better coworker. I want to be a better friend. I want to be a a better partner to my significant other. And I know all of you do too. So one of the things that we can do to better ourselves is to be honest about where our part in a breakdown, something going wrong lies. It's okay to be wrong about things. It's okay to have made a mistake. Nobody is expecting you to be perfect except yourself. So when you start really being honest about that and looking for those types of things, and I recommend writing them down. Like if you're journaling and I know journaling is not really for everybody. I'm not a big journaler, but if I am doing an exercise like this one, it does really, really kind of help me to make notes. I don't write a full paragraph. I'm not going to sit down and write pages and pages or anything like that, but I will make notes and I'll kind of review them and review the situation And it helps me to be able to see a little bit better my part in it, my role in it, and where I could have done better. And that's all that this is. This is just looking for opportunities to do a little bit better than you did yesterday, to get a little bit more accountable for your own decisions, choices, words, actions, and where that accountability can actually help you improve and move forward, not be a negative, but a positive. All right, guys, that is it for today. I hope you learned some things today on this podcast and I hope that you will visit me again next week. There is a new episode every Wednesday. And if you like the podcast, I'm going to highly encourage you to please hit the like button, hit the share button, hit the notification bell so that you are hearing all about our new episodes. And make sure you rate us. That's a big thing. We move up on that Spotify list every single time that we're rated. So if you're loving it, give us a good rating that'll only help other people just like you be able to hear these episodes and get the same benefit hopefully that you are from them. All right guys, I'm Diane. This is Instrive. Make sure you get a hold of us for your free no obligation consultation. You can reach us at instrivefatloss.com or on any social media platform and we will be more than happy to get that scheduled so that you too can be the next weight loss success here with our our company. Cuz boy, there's enough of them. You'll find lots of those online. All right, guys. Thanks so much. I look forward to talking to you again next week.